hello beautiful people good morning god bless you you're most welcome to today's edition of marriage diet this is festus flourish or semuahu and of course today is the 11th day of the month of february 2021 god bless you you are most welcome okay um by the grace of god we are on the 30th day in this series okay we have had 29 other parts and of course i'm sure you have followed every part all the way and today is not going to be left out in terms of the impact and the knowledge we are going to be sharing as well today those of you who are just joining us for every day in the last 30 days we've been looking at the topic this farmer called husband and of course the bottom line here is the fact that the word husband means husbandry and husbandry is actually farming i mean let's call it spade a spade let's say the way it is let's um, look at it from this much more intentional angle to it and that is the man is a farmer and he is to farm his bride okay it's as simple as that but for a couple of days now we'll be looking at the reward system okay haven't talked about the sacrifice that he needs to make haven't talked about um the organizational structure the leadership and all that there can be we're seeing there is also the reward okay and um therefore today we talked about the fact that uh, it's not good for the man to be alone so when he does well in the evening of his life he is going to be surrounded by people the wife will be there for him and that's his reward then yesterday we also talked about the fact that when he lives well and he does well he plays his role very well as a good farmer he would also have peace rest of mind okay will not be agitated and um, high blood pressure won't be an issue to him he will just have peace but today we're going to be looking at the third reward the third reward and that is he prospers he prospers he will prosper or he prospers all right now i want to read a place to us in malachi chapter number two um uh, let's read it from verse 12 now okay from 12 will be okay uh, it, it's a popular scripture but let me just bring out something here the lord will cut off the man that doeth this the master and the scholar out of the tabernacles of jacob and him that offereth an offering unto the lord of hosts look at verse 13 and this have yet done again covering the altar of the lord with tears with weeping and with crying out insomuch that he regarded not the offering anymore or received it with good will at your hand now let's look at 14 and let's end it there he said yet ye say wherefore because the lord has been witness between thee and the wife of thy youth against whom thou hast dared treacherously yet is she thy companion and the wife of thy covenant all right now let's let's just put all of this together Uh, the bible is talking about the fact that you you soak the altar weeping crying begging god for mercy oh my job is not working oh jump from one prophet to the other god is saying look i mean you're just wasting your time you're just wasting your time i won't receive any of these prayers from your hands goodwill from your hands anymore i won't answer your prayers either why because you have forsaken 
and uh, turn away and uh, of course Bible uses the word death treacherously against the wife of thy youth. So if there is anything the man stands to gain is the fact that he will prosper. God will answer his prayers. Even while he's yet praying, God would answer him. Why? Because he's taken care of his wife. He has done so well to be a good farmer. He's following the principles of love, which of course is sacrifice. I mean, why won't God answer him? One thing I have discovered from the years of the experience I've had with my marriage with my beloved wife, I have discovered that, you know, when a man's ways are good in terms of being able to relate with his wife very well, God seems to always favor him. And of course, we wouldn't uh, go too far to find out why that is true, or you wouldn't need any soothsayer to conjure and find out why that it, it, it's the way it is. You know, the word of God says, whosoever findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Proverbs 18 verse 22. So there is the favor that comes along with finding a good wife, okay? And uh, building that bride to become a wife. Now, some of you might not have known that that statement itself just doesn't qualify every man to receive favor in his marriage. It's not an automatic qualification. Okay, you just find it a wife, you find it a good thing, obtain it, blah, blah. No, 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 it's not an automatic qualification. You have to activate it. You have to activate the provision of that covenant. How? By showing love and care, by doing what you're supposed to do, by being the right leader, by being the giver. Because the lover is actually the giver. The one who loves is the one that gives. Love takes something away from you. Love is sacrificial. And if you genuinely love your wife, it means that you're the one giving. And for some of us who have a deeper understanding about this, we have decided to take it a little bit further to practically and physically give to our wives. My wife, as it were, for instance. I give to my wife. I'm fond of doing it. It's a habit, all right? I give to her. Um, there are times she would even, you know, of course, we have a very strong bond between us. We play a lot. There are times she wants to, she just decide to dance, and if she's dancing, I'll get out some money, and I'm going to spray her for dancing. You know, for you know, remember the story of uh, the Herod and the girl, the, the daughter, when she danced before the father, and of course, uh, you know, the head of John the Baptist went in for it. So the man offered and gave him gift. I mean, I can't have my wife dance for me and then she goes empty-handed. All right? I give to her. I give monthly to her. She's a professional. She works. She earns her money. But every month, I still give money to her. I'm not talking about upkeep. Her money. I started with much more um, smaller amount and today I have increased it considerably and I keep increasing I'm hoping one day I should be able to be giving to her as monthly one million dollars you know it's just fun doing it but much more the understanding behind the fact that if I treat this woman well I'm going to activate that provision of favor favor is going to come into my life our friends I, I can't explain to us how much the life of this woman has favored me yeah you know some men that don't understand it will think oh it's because of your strength it's because of your energy no there are things that happens behind the scene 
that if you do not know the implications and the impact it has on people you just be round in the place going round the round in circle okay we have had people who have been much more hardworking. people are much more intelligent and it just seems to be going round the round in circle but there's something about the life of a wife whom you have been good to when you do her good and you bless her and you take care of her the blessing comes back to you all right god would answer your prayer you become prosperous whatever little thing you touch will be prosperous i've seen that over and over again god has blessed us god has made us prosperous why because we live in a very harmonious way we have a very you know good and harmonious relationship a relationship that has really enabled me to be a kind of Christ unto my wife and of course my wife being my church and I'm sure heaven you know looks at us on a daily basis and God tells his angels that look go and see what this this Christ is doing to his church on earth come to think of it you know as a husband a good husband you're actually the Christ over your wife and when I say over your wife I mean the church you, your wife is your church and you're the Christ over her you know it's just that people just don't understand this if you mistreat your church god will not answer you if you mistreat your wife god will not answer you i mean look at it he said i have been weakness between thee and the wife of the youth against whom thou hast dared treacherously ah god takes account of all this and th- this is really kudos those men out there who are really in the business of taking care of their wives you see one thing you might not know yet i don't know whatever has led you to doing it good sustain it but you might not even know <laughs> the implication of what you're doing you you daily have the attention of heaven just simply because of what you're doing okay christ is always being formed in us when we behave like him and heaven will waste no time to allow the angels to observe you when you behave like Christ. And that also means, you know, angelic blessings. Because when you have angels coming around you to witness what is going on in you, it means you have more angels in your home. Friends, take note of that. That's that's a realm I want you to pick out of this. When you behave like Christ as a husband, you attract more angels to you. What are they doing? They're coming to watch you. And of course, you know what? You're going to get the blessing. Of being around angels or angels watching you they will deposit with you the blessings they carry in them now let me let me just relate with this let, let me explain this to us I hope uh, we remember the story about Jesus Christ and um, Peter and other disciples who were in the ship okay remember they had toiled all night they're trying to catch fish they couldn't catch any and suddenly you know master j showed up jesus showed up and said um please i i, I want to okay he was using the principles of uh, natural propagation of sound all right on the on the water surface um because of the density of water the difference between the density of water and the earth on the water surface it will be easier for sound to travel faster than the ground and so that was a you know an act of physics that jesus actually employed of course there was no microphone at that time so he needed to get into the sea to preach remember the story okay now look at what happened he called on peter let out your boat to preach and peter didn't argue because after all they caught nothing they were doing nothing 
I mean, he agreed. And I'm just wondering, Peter's boat was not the only boat on the seashore. How come Jesus entered into his boat? Because Jesus has seen his heart. This was a good man. A man who was toying so much to take care of his family, but nothing was coming in. And Jesus had an appointment with him. That's why I do know that God has a lot of men on his list, watching list. He's watching you. Jesus had watched um, Peter for a very long time. And on that very day, he knew that that was the day he was going to intervene in his life. And then he used this boat. Now, but look at what happened. Why Jesus was preaching the word on the sea, because he had gone a little bit further into the sea. You know what happened? All the fish in the sea, they suddenly gathered to hear the word. Okay? Now, remember, I'm talking about the creator. The creator of both fish, the fish and all things had come down to speak the word. So, they were also interested in hearing the word of their creator. So, as Jesus was speaking, the words were so sweet that it got the fish attracted to him to come and listen to his word. This was a man, Peter and his crew, that couldn't catch fish all night, all day. But Jesus came to preach, and the fish came to listen. And no wonder when he was done preaching, because he knew that the fish had come, they had gathered to come and listen. He said, now, let down thy net. In fact, it was very specific. Let down thy net on this other side. So he knew where the fish had gathered to come and listen. Hey, the Bible recorded that he caught so much fish. Friends, that's just an example how angels can visit you with blessings. All right. When God keeps referring them to your home, to your marriage, because of what you are doing right, whenever you gather before the Lord to ask him for anything, he draws angels' attentions to you. Say, look at him. Go and look at his marriage. Look at what he's doing. He's been a very good farmer. He's been a very good husband, a husbandman. He's acting like Christ unto his wife. And of course, because while all of that is going on, the angels will come, they will gather. I mean, the ones that are not even your guiding angel, other angels will come. Uh, maybe this will be a topic for another day. I will try and see if I can do a topic around the ministry of angels. How angels often look at us to understand the mysteries with God. That sounds strange, but that's just the truth. There are so many mysteries angels don't know in heaven. Now, these mysteries have been coded between the relationship of, <coughs> excuse me, please, between Christ and his relationship with the church. Christ is in heaven, the church is still on the earth, a part of it on the earth, and of course, the saints in heaven. Now, there's going to be a wedding that will take place in eternity. That wedding, it, it's, it's the future of God. Let me put it that way, if there's anything like that. That wedding is the future of God. Now, there is something we carry that will bring about that fusion. So angels don't have that kind of opportunity or honor. So they have to look at us to see what God wants to do next. So when you display a very good character, good in a way of showcasing what a husband man is because we are all doing all this in preparation for the coming of christ god often tell his angels draw their attention on us to look at us and these angels are naturally or even spiritually attracted to us they get attracted to us to learn so as they look at our lives as they see the way we behave with our wife they're like oh so if this man being human could do this not because he has learned from the love of god 
how much more will Christ also do this to the church in eternity? So when they watch you and they see the way you behave, you care. I mean, even when you have the right to have been to be angry because you were offended, you just will dust it away. You forgive easily. No resentment in your heart. They also begin to say, "Oh, this is the way Christ, you know, does to the church." And okay, I mean, this is also the, the grand plan of Christ to be able to marry this church tomorrow. And so they look at you and you can have the angels, you know, having your attention and, and they not blessing you. They will bless you. That's what makes men prosperous. If you want to be a prosperous man, take care of your wife. Ah, I, I don't know how to explain this, but there are men of wisdom who know what I'm talking about. If you want to be a prosperous man, take care of your wife. Some of you will argue, and but what about those men who are very mean to their wives, they're very callous, uh, and yet they are still prosperous? Oh, find out. Find out how they often end. The word prosperity or being prosperous is not just in materialism, in the tangible things and the physical things. It's all, it's all encompassing. It's about the whole song, the, the, the totality, the essence of the individual, how he will eventually end, whether he has peace. There are people that have money that don't have peace. There are some that will even die miserably. There are some, it could be very, very horrible in the evening of their lives. Okay? And of course, they prospered. And before you know what is going on, they are gone. There are people like that, all right? And they can just, all this prosperity that you saw was physical, everything will just fizzle out in the evening of their life. So you watch it. Wicked people don't normally, you know, even when they leave the legacy, final one year, two years, all of that is taken away from them, okay? Whatever wealth they had will be taken away from them and their life will become miserable. So friends, let's emulate what is right. You do good. You treat your wife well. God will bless you. Why you are even yet speaking, God will attend to you. Do you know why? Because God wants to use that to encourage you to keep taking care of your wife. He has to bless you so that the blessing can also be extended unto your wife. Give this a try. I, I don't know how I'm going to convince you to do this as a man, but give this a try. Maybe just for three months, just for six months, if you can, for a year. Look at your pattern of life and say, Lord, this year I want to devote myself in taking care of my wife, in loving my wife much more. All right? Let me see what is going to happen to me this year. You will see the way God is going to transform your life. And of, of course, couple with the father, you are hardworking anyway, so don't just go and sit there and say, because I'm taking care of my life, you know, God will bless me. So you have to add up a lot of things to it. So friends, it's all about, you know, understanding the way this thing plays out itself. It's all about understanding the place that God has placed marriage as it were in, the place of honor, the place of rewarding you. As a man, you will bless, you will be blessed rather, and you will prosper if you do the right thing. Please don't neglect your wife. Don't turn your back against her. Don't abuse her. Stop beating her because you'll be beating yourself. Take care of her. Spend money on her. Don't refrain anything away from her. She's asking for anything. As much as you can, give it to her. Just be a giver. Yeah, I know we give to give arms to people, give to pastors. Try this. Maybe you have not tried this before. Try this and be a giver to your wife. And set ultimatum, set dates. And ask God between now and so-so time. Let me see the reward of this giving. And you will see what God is going to do to you. But friends, I just want you to know that the Lord will prosper you if you do good with your wife. But if you don't, he could lock up the heavens against you. And of course, he could 
you know, pay deaf ears to your prayers and supplication. And you know what often happens? Such men will just remain in circle. They'll just be moving around over and over again. And the next thing is they start fighting the devil. And of course, the next thing again, they start saying, eh, it's my wife. Some of them will go out. They will even tell them, your wife is the reason why you're not prospering. Then they will come home and in- interpret it as, my wife is a witch. No. What if at all these two say, say I've seen anything? What they are saying is because you have not taken care of your wife, that's why it looks as if your wife is the reason why you are not prospering. What that means is you are under divine curse. God is fighting you by Himself. And then they will say it's because of your wife. And people have never really bothered to find out the root cause of such. Yes, if you say because of your wife, I agree. Maybe because of the way you have treated her. So God is fighting for her. The people don't understand it. They'll come back home and start fighting her. Oh, you are a witch. You are the one sitting on top of my prosperity. No, learn. It's because you are mean to her. That's why it looks as if God seems to have locked up the heavens against you. Change your attitude towards her. Love her much more. Like the prayer I normally pray. I pray to God. I say, Lord, I've not really... There is a dimension of love that I've not come to discover yet about how to love my wife teach me how to love my wife daily and much more it's a prayer i pray honestly because i want to grow in the act of loving him much more love is not human it's not humanity love is divine it can only be from god and because there is a big gulf between we humans and god we will have a lot to learn about the god agape kind of love to be able to understand how to give it out and that's why love god and love your neighbor our love for god is what teaches us how to love our neighbor this thing is simple this is true christianity and this is how we get our blessing when we do the right thing we get our blessing give it a try do the right thing be a good farmer keep forget about what you think about it or what people think about it just do the right thing take care of your wife honor her respect her bless her and then you will see that the lord will continually bless you and it will pour out the blessing and your band will be full will not be able to take it and of course there'll be need for you to expand if not you keep going around the round in circle and you keep doing video fighting demons demons devils they are not your problem just do the right thing and you get the blessing that goes with marriagehood let me use that word god bless you thank you very much god bless you. i hope you are blessed today i hope you have learned something from this podcast please do share with your friends and uh, in case you are connected with us for the first time having access to this audio for the first time you can connect with us via our whatsapp number plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight and we will get back to you God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. And don't forget, until then, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great day ahead. Bye.